I'm going to say something controversial when we start about this movie. It's not. It's not anything crazy. Okay. It's just different. It's different. It's different as in, uh, um, like a hot take or no? It's it's gonna sound like a hot take. Well, not not a hot take. Just as in like, well, why are we doing this movie? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. It's not bad. It's all right. Just, yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, interesting. Do you want to know what it is? Well, I mean, we're about to start right now. Prepare you before I say. No, no, no. That's fine. Uh, Let's let's uh, play it again, man. You must remember this: a kiss is just a kiss. Good morning, Vietnam. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Hasta la vista, baby. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Steven here. What's up? It's Jason. Why did I say it like that? I I don't know. I I don't know. I listened to one of the old episodes and... uh, I always say my name like, what's up, it's Jason. It, it does help when you're more enthusiastic. Hey, what's up, it's Jason. When you're more animated. It does help. I was I was going to bring that up. Um, I, I, well, the last episode, not the last episode, the, the episode before last, the Enter the Dragon one, mm-hmm. I listened to that one. And because you're such a big Bruce Lee fan and, and you know, martial arts is part of your life. It it comes off very like you're not necessarily animated, but you're very invested in telling your your yeah. side of the tale. Um, and I think uh, I think the audience liked it. We got we got cool. some good feedback from that episode. You know, I, when I was going through my head about that episode, um, I realized I forgot to mention a couple things. Really? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it kind of bugged me for for a couple of days. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. You know what? As I listen to older episodes, um, just to see what we did, what we did, what we can change, and everything like yeah. that, I I often sit and be like, we should just do this episode over again, mm-hmm. like uh, for a few of them. But yeah. you know, <clears throat> the only one that I've ever wanted to c- really come back to just because of the audio is uh, Tombstone. Oh yeah, and then obviously we, we said uh, we should just do Jing all the way every year. Yeah. Um, which uh, brings us to the movie that we're doing today. I think this is the fourth movie, fourth Arnold movie that we've done. And we're doing a little movie called Twins, directed by Ivan Reitman, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, shit, and yeah. Danny DeVito. It's re- originally released in 1988, the year I was born. Um, had a budget of $18 million and grossed $216.6 million dollars it actually came out three days after i was born mm. what if we were twins split at birth <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but this movie really fun very very strange so let, let me just yeah let me let me, right ha- let me have it let me have it look i love danny devito i love arnold schwarzenegger uh-huh and i was watching this movie which 
I think sometimes when I when I say I'm watching a certain movie for the podcast, mm-hmm. if it's at a reasonable time, um, usually Melissa and Michelle like kind of make themselves available right, to right, sit right, there right. and watch it too. If if it's a movie that I, you know they kind of are into, this one you know Michelle likes this movie too, and yeah. I don't think Melissa's really seen it or doesn't remember it. Uh, look. This movie is not as funny as I remember. It's really not. There's not. There's not a whole lot of 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 uh, gags and like jokes in yeah. here that I could really point out and laugh at. Mm-hmm. Um, but there there's a there's a quality to it that is just so much of its time that mm-hmm. I'll still watch it if it comes on. Yeah. Um. And just every now and then put on, even if I, if I don't have anything else to watch, and I see that it's on Netflix or mm-hmm. which it was, or you could watch it today. It's it's very of its time, and it turns into a few different movies. And we, like we said, we both we both love Danny DeVito, we both love Arnold Schwarzenegger, but uh, the movie's not. It doesn't really have a whole lot to mm-hmm. offer other than these two characters that are like how different they are how different they are and what's a, what's fascinating about that is that you know Danny DeVito is always doing his thing and he's always he carries the he, movie yeah he's always Danny DeVito but Arnold Schwarzenegger is actually I wrote it down here there's there's so much earnestness inside his performance mm-hmm. like you really believe that he's this guy yeah However, the movie itself just doesn't carry itself. It's and there's a story there, but like we said, there's not enough. There's not mm-hmm. gags or or jokes that land like. Mm-mm. And we know Arnold Schwarzenegger Snager could be funny oh, yeah. uh, because Jingle All the Way. Yeah, and we know we could laugh at him. There could be jokes and everything, but this movie it, and and what's crazy about it, it's directed by Ivan Reitman, who you know worked on Meatballs, fucking uh, worked. Worked with Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd on on Ghostbusters. He's a great comedy director. Yeah. But this movie just kind of falls flat in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. Even though, like I said, I still enjoy watching yeah. the movie. But it's... Yeah. It's, I was watching. I was like, wait. <laughs> why am I not laughing that hard? Yeah. Like, I'm giggling. Yeah, I know yeah. this, what scene is coming up. Uh-huh. I know what line is coming up. But I'm just like, oh, man. It's not as funny. All right. Well, let's let's rewind the clocks yeah. and try to think back to like what we thought and what we felt when we were kids when we first started watching this movie or however old we were when we did it. I think I had already seen uh, Arnold and other stuff. Yeah. You know, first. Like yeah. this is not his first movie I saw of him. Um, but I do think it was around the time that I saw that movie Junior. Oh, really? Which I only saw the one time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll say it here and now. I refuse to ever rewatch that movie. Um, I had never seen it, and I put it on not that long ago. Yeah, no, and I, uh, I, I couldn't get into. I it. won't. I won't do it. Um, but that movie like freaked me out as a kid. Were you afraid you were gonna get pregnant? No, it just weirded me out that Arnold Schwarzenegger was pregnant, <laughs> and I was like, no, this is wrong. Yeah. It, it it didn't freak you out that Arnold Schwarzenegger was a scientist. That was that no, was more believable. That's fine. <laughs> okay. 
But anyway, um, yeah, I think it was around that same time. So that was like the late 90s, yeah. mid to late 90s. Oh, so you saw it a little bit later then, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, so, yeah, for me, like this movie, I didn't see this movie in theater. I was, like I said, I was way too young. Yeah. Um, born three days after, or born three days before the movie came out. But this movie was another one that was just on TV mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Uh, I've mentioned previously Channel 5, uh, where we live. They would show movies on TV all the time. Edward Scissorhands, The Burbs, this yeah, movie. Yeah. And I would see it all the time. And I loved Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, Kindergarten Cop, Terminator 2, just awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I would watch this movie and just be like, oh, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. And oh, he's doing, lifting a car up and he's fucking beating up dudes and mm-hmm. all, all this different stuff. And then Danny DeVito was just part of my life since i was a kid you know the voice the look the attitude and everything just Mm -hmm. fantastic stuff so i always enjoyed watching the movie and i watched it less and less as time went on um and you know what before putting it on i remembered there really isn't that much to laugh at in this movie Mm -hmm. it's just the stark contrast that you have between arnold and danny devito and uh yeah that's that's pretty much it yeah, it's um, it's a fun it's a fu- it's a fun movie to show kids. Yeah, you know, um, it's just a classic '80s quirky, silly, a lot of saxophone uh, <laughs> in the back. You know, yeah, uh, congas, bongos, um, and just uh, like silly shit, like the whole card. The him driving the car, like, yeah, um, but yeah, I'm like, dang, yeah, I'm not, I'm not laughing that hard, but uh, <laughs> I still like the movie a lot, yeah, it's, it's, you know what, like I said, it's really just Danny DeVito, you know, just going off mm-hmm. and just, I mean, he carries the movie for sure, yeah, I think so, um, I think that's probably the my favorite thing of the movie is Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. Yeah. yeah. That's 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 uh that's fair. Uh let's talk about the cast really quick. Um uh, really quick cuz we've done Danny, we've done Arnold. Um like we said, Arnold Schwarzenegger stars in this movie. It's 1988. This yeah. is right at right after uh Predator, I believe. Um mm-hmm. right before is it before Commando or after? This is after Commando. Yeah. Commando's 86. I can't remember right now. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, he's already like the biggest star in the world pretty much. And Danny DeVito had, you know, big success on Broadway and then he's on taxi for years and, you know, fucking, uh, Romance in the Stone with Uh Robert Zemeckis, all these great movies. And just for them to, (laughs) the script being written and then them trying to, like find the two people that were going to play these roles. Uh-huh. You couldn't get any further in contrast between these oh, two yeah. guys. Um, and I think that's what makes the movie work, even though, like we said, it's not that funny, but it's just, you know, Danny DeVito, like we said, carries the movie and he's just got that, you know, New York fucking attitude mm-hmm. to him. And even when he's like, one of, one of the few parts that I really like is, uh, or else what you blimp in the yeah. <laughs> that's uh yeah uh, just him his his attitude and his like little fucking 
now it's even more. It reminds me. It's always sunny. The episodes where they call him the warthog. Oh yeah. And it's because he's always making noises like, rah, rah, yeah, like that and shit. And it's just like in Batman too. Yeah, his whole persona is just fucking amazing. I I love Danny DeVito. He's one of my favorite actors of all time. And uh, I was talking to Brian about him for like. An hour and a half, <laughs> him and his girlfriend, uh, about Danny DeVito for like an hour uh, and how much fiance. I love him. Huh? Fiance. Fiance. Oh, vi- fiance. Okay. I didn't realize. Um, congratulations to them. But yeah, they, uh, uh, Danny DeVito, just amazing in this movie. Um, but we all know Danny DeVito. He's been part of our lives for a long time, and I mm-hmm. hope he's part of our lives for a very long time after that. Mm-hmm. Um, Was it Arnold's first comedy? I think so, yeah. yeah. I don't think he'd been in a comedy yet. Maybe that's why he's a little stiff. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got Kelly Preston, who sadly passed away in 2020. Um, she was famously married to John Travolta for a long time. Been in a bunch of movies over the years. Not a whole lot that I've seen. She's got a small part in Jerry Maguire. Um, she's in the Cat in the Hat movie. I believe she's the mother in that movie. What a Girl Wants with Amanda Bynes, 2003. Jack Frost from 1998 with Michael Keaton. Uh, she's the mom in that movie as well. Uh, what a knockout in this movie, huh? Mm. Very beautiful. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous lady. Um, and she does pretty good. Oh, she's in Nothing to Lose. I just watched that. Did she really? Rewatched it. Um, yeah, she's, she's in a lot of stuff. She does a pretty good job in this movie being the... Uh, the love interest for Arnold. Then we got Chloe Webb, who plays Danny DeVito's love interest. She's been in a lot of shit over the years. Um, the most recent thing I think I've seen her is in she was the mom on Shameless. But she played Nancy in the Sid and Nancy movie. I remember that uh, that movie with Gary Oldman. Did you ever see that one? Mm-mm. It's pretty chaotic. Um, and she's uh, she's pretty good in it. But, I mean, it's pretty easy to act like a fucking lunatic drug addict i guess um in a movie called the newton boys uh western from the 90s practical magic with sandra bullock and nicole kidman it's a bunch of different stuff um not a whole bunch of stuff that i've seen so move on from her she's in this movie she's a very believable i'll fall in love with the scumbag like danny devito type yeah type character in this movie um but yeah then we got uh, Bonnie Barlett, uh, who plays their mother, who plays Danny DeVito's and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's mother. She's been in a lot of stuff over the years. Uh, St. Elsewhere. Uh, next up, we got uh, Marshall Bell, who uh, we know as uh, Quato from Total Recall. Mm-hmm. And he's also in Starship Troopers. He's a crazy, yeah. crazy colonel that fucking gets taken out by that flying bug. And uh, we're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. Yeah, he's uh, he's in a he's in a few different things that we that we like to talk about here. Also, we got David Caruso who plays the <laughs> um, the parking lot attendant. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on fucking NCIS or something now, or he was for like a lot of years. He uh, he had a career, and then he was on NYPD Blue. I think he I think he thought he was going to be way bigger than he was, yeah. And then kept leaving projects. He was in a movie called uh, Kiss of Death that I watched from like the middle with Nicolas Cage and Ving Rhames, 
And he does a really, really good job in that movie. And I think that's probably where he was because I think uh, Nicolas Cage had just won an Oscar and he was in that movie acting opposite of him. And he's actually way better than Nicolas Cage in that movie. Mm -hmm. And then I think he kind of just burnt bridges with people and then his career kind of fizzled out and he had to stick to TV instead of breaking into movies. Uh, but uh yeah that's uh but he's in uh he's in a couple of other ones we've seen oh yeah that we like yeah yeah he's in a few he's in first blood yeah uh king of new york sick ass movie yes mm, that's yeah, it for me <laughs> um Pro- proof of life i like that movie but i don't remember him in it uh we got murray uh chaken who plays burt clane he's in a bunch of different stuff um been in a bunch of movies. He's in Mouse Hunt. He's in The Art of War, Wesley Snipes. Mm. Um there's a season of Entourage where he played like a like a mean producer guy who they were basically parodying fucking Harvey Weinstein. Oh, okay. And this was before all that shit happened with Harvey Weinstein. Or before it broke at least. But yeah, he plays uh he plays uh Bert in this movie. What about the grandma? Yeah, from Happy Gilmore. Yeah, Frances Bay. Yeah, Frances Bay. She plays Mother Superior in this movie. Isn't it weird that Danny DeVito has sex with a nun? He's like 12. Yeah. Well, not really. She's Catholic, so. That's true. I guess it's on It's on brand. Um, Tom McCleister, who plays Bo- uh, Bob Klein, he's uh, Ike on Married with Children. He also plays... Uh, Red from Midnight Run, which is a movie we both like. Yeah, uh, he plays the other brother. But yeah, that's that's pretty much the cast. Uh, everybody else can go fuck themselves. <laughs> uh, hey, man, Shank's son is in this movie. It's, I saw that, but I, I don't remember seeing him in this movie. I don't either, but yeah. it says it here. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember seeing him in this movie. Um, let's jump into the movie and talk about how wacky it is. Uh, it's a very, very strange, wacky film. Uh, first off, you know, we get to start with the narration and everything, talking about Arnold Arnold being split from his brother at birth, and it's a mm-hmm. science experiment. He's been living on this island his entire life. There's supposed to be 30 in this movie? Yeah. There's an Okay, so they say 30. On his 30th birthday, that's when he tells him about, about Danny DeVito. About Vincent. I thought it was like 35th. Or no, in the, at the beginning of the movie, he says he tells him about his 35th birthday, or his 30, on his 30th birthday. Oh. And then later on in the movie, when they're looking at pictures, Arnold says like, oh, it's taken uh, five years after you're born, you were, uh, so you're 35 or something. But regardless, that's a 35-year-old Arnold Schwarzenegger, or fucking Danny DeVito, <laughs> like... I know people look older back then, but Jesus, yeah, um, it's crazy to think about. Because what in real life he's like forty something. I honestly, he might be thirty something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, George Costanza was like thirty in Seinfeld, and look what he looked oh, like. Shit. Yeah, I gotta look like forty, at least forty. Yeah, the nineties and the eighties. It was a different time. People just looked older. Looked older, I guess. I guess yeah. It must have been something that they were eating. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But, yeah, that was one thing that jumped out to me right away. I was like, dude, they're both only 30, 35 years old in this movie. They look fucking Mm -hmm. a thousand. But, yeah. Uh, What right away, like, what do you, what's the first thing you have written? Nazi. 
Nazi. Like it's a Nazi experiment. Yeah. These are Nazi doctors. That doctor that that raised uh, Julius, he's a fucking escaped Nazi doctor. You know what? I can't argue with that. <laughs> I can't, I, they're they're trying to build the superior yes specimen person, and he just so happens to be an Austri- Austrian dude. You know what? I'll, I'll back that. I back that. And then they fucking defund the program afterwards. Yeah, they're like, oh shit, yeah, we got it. We got to break ties with this. We got to yeah. get rid of this. And then he goes to a fucking island. Or or they or they, yeah, yeah. Or like the government finds out about it and they mm-hmm. shut the whole program yeah. down. They're like, you guys can't. We told you, you guys got to be low key. Yeah. You can't be here fucking creating super. What are you doing here? Super babies. Yeah. Interesting. I never. Okay, let's go with that. <laughs> That's what I was after when I first saw this movie. My next note was Nazi experiments going on here. <laughs> I like the way your brain works. <laughs> so, yeah, you get that whole opening, and then, dude, uh, it's strange. I mean, Arnold has been raised on this island the entire time, and then he's so obsessed with finding his brother that he gets in a fucking, like, rowboat mm-hmm. and sets out off in the ocean. They say, like, how far the nearest. 27 miles. 27 miles. And it seems ridiculous until you see Arnold in that boat, and he's just <laughs> fucking, dude, just Power rowing, like <laughs> getting so far away from that island so fast, yeah. it's like, oh, dude, he'll be there in oh, ten yeah. minutes. And, like, <laughs> it's not even that big of a deal. This is great. This is, this is wonderful. <laughs> this is wonderful. This is great. Um, Arnold says something like, "Oh, he he must just be just like me." Oh yeah. And then it cuts, and then Danny DeVito's in bed with somebody else's wife or yeah. whatever, and he's got to fucking roll off the roof to get out of the house. Uh, which which. It's another note I put down because Michelle was like, who and what woman yeah. would cheat on their husband with Danny DeVito? Hey, you know what? Danny DeVito's just got a charisma to him. That I he's, mean. I feel like he's the type of guy that if you let him talk to you for like 20 minutes. <laughs> talk to you like, anything? You know what? All right. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, he's just got to he make you laugh. He can make you cry. You know, the stupid little sad, sad puppy dog thing that he does yeah. in here. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Just, <laughs> you, I don't know. Something about Danny DeVito back then, just his, like, his candor and the way he talks. It just seems, I never really questioned questioned it all that much. Even though it's quite questionable thinking about it, but who knows. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, uh, it's just one of those things. Um... When they're at the restaurant, this is the next scene that I wrote down. When they're at the restaurant and um, the dude comes in looking for him and he, like, gets on the floor and he's, like, crawling. Oh, yeah. And at first she, like, draws his attention away from him mm-hmm. or whatever. And then he crawls oh. back farther behind Kelly Preston. Yeah. And then the guy turns around and he's, like, talking to dude, Kelly he Preston. Totally it's like, dude, he's on the floor right there. Yeah. There's not even a table that he's hiding no. under. He's just on the floor. <laughs> I was like, dude, you he would have saw him like so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what else what else do you got there? Um the the yakety yak, don't talk back. Oh, on the plane. When he's singing that, yeah. but then after that scene's over, they have the hip hop version of that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember we we talked about that in uh Men in Tights? 
Yes. How they yeah, had to they bring had to, that in yeah, yeah, yeah. for the crowd, the young Dude, crowd. Uh, that's, um, that's that earlier. The, be- the beginning of uh, Die Hard. When yeah. he's in when he's in the limousine with uh, Argyle, the fucking uh, backdoor Santa song or whatever the hell it was. I think that's Run DMC actually too that sings that song. Um, I wrote down that sports coat with shorts is a vibe. Oh yeah, I think I'm gonna bring that back. It totally makes him look like a kid too. It does, like yeah, a yeah, very childish. The sh- like like if you let shorts. a kid dress himself, yeah. Go ahead. What do you want to wear? Whatever you want to wear, buddy. Um, this and these little shorts and Chuck Taylors. Yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> uh, sure. The Stallone diss. Yeah. I and know. that was my next note. <laughs> he just laughs at it. <laughs> Looks at just so stupid. Looks at it. Grabs his arm. He's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Great. I just. Uh, it's It's strange to think about. I mean, this is a movie, obviously. But them incorporating things that, like, that didn't need to be in the movie no, at he, all. No, he put that. Yeah, no, for sure. Or somebody was like, hey, Arnold, what do you think about this? Yeah, and, you, and he was like, oh, I love it. Yeah. I love <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, it's just. Um, he does that a lot in his movies. No, he does. I think I think um, Stallone, not that Stallone's above it, but I think that he's a little, I think Arnold is very vain. Oh yeah, and I think that I think that's that stems from him being a, a bodybuilder. bodybuilder for sure. Yeah, for you got to sure. look the best. Yeah, these other guys can't compete with you. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have that mindset. Yeah, yeah, dude, you've seen Pumping Iron, right? Yeah. For anyone out there who has not seen that, and you want to see Arnold like at his like, I'd say like one of his like purest forums, you know, before the whole acting stardom. Watch that. He's like perfect cell from because that's him. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Straight up, like cracking jokes, like making people think I'm coming all the time. Yeah, this is great. (laughs) This is great for me. Shows Arnold smoking a joint. Like, yeah, what's yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I mean that shit incorporating that in his movies is totally him. Like, yeah, you ain't you ain't shit to me. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, question I had: What the fuck did Danny DeVito do with twenty thousand dollars? But horse racing. Th- well, this is a, that's the question that I had early on, but this is before because I didn't remember start the business. Yeah, I didn't remember that he had an office and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, had it gone too. had it gone through overhead, and he's paying that secretary who he pretty much sexually assaults before he he lets uh, lets her go. Yeah. Um, it's a different time, Dude. different time. Uh, but yeah, uh, it just it. I was just like, dude, what the fuck did he spend twenty thousand dollars on? Um, and then yeah, Arnold uh, goes to see Happy Gilmore's grandma, <laughs> trying to figure out uh, what what happened to him, where he went. Mm-hmm. And I I love how he's like, oh, this is a bet I would have chose. Yeah, I could have put out the fire and saved the rest of the children. Yeah, yeah, like, I love that. No, part. that's that's not why <laughs> he he did it. He set the fire. <laughs> um, it Arnold Schwarzenegger's like unwavering like belief that his brother with no the, why, why wouldn't he the think only that? the only reason he believes it is because he's such a good person. Yeah, and that he he knows that it, that. <clears throat> There's a part in the movie that's really like touching, um, where he's telling him he's like, you know, I had everything. I had you know people raising me and everything. You had nothing. Like you, you only had yourself to rely on. Mm-hmm. 
all that stuff. That that part's actually very very nice. It's a it's a nice moment between Arnold and and Danny. Yeah. And he's telling them they could be a family. And you know, when I was watching the last time, because I hadn't seen this movie in quite a while, I've seen it a bunch of times, but I hadn't seen it in a while. Um, I wasn't sure if Danny DeVito was gonna be like, really a family? Ah, bullshit yeah. or anything like that. But it it they play it out, and then they really like he gets emotional and they hug and stuff. And mm-hmm. I just I thought that part I was like, oh, this this is nice. Like I'm glad that. You know, Arnold or Danny does it a lot where he's like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, whatever in in this movie. But that I'm glad in that one part they allowed them to be vulnerable and and to really connect. And it makes it believable that they Danny DeVito is finally accepting him as his brother and that Mm -hmm. this is a reality that life doesn't have to be all bad no, if yeah. you have somebody else there looking out for you and stuff. I I just thought that that part was really great. Will do anything for him. Yeah, anything. Because like, he's he's hates being violent, but he loves it when Danny DeVito kicks somebody. Or <laughs> I love it when you hit people, Vincent. Like, <laughs> just just all this, all these things. Uh, what else do you have over there? Uh, the first, the first. Uh, I mean, he doesn't even do anything. He just holds on to his <laughs> fucking suitcase. <laughs> But uh, when I, they try to rob him. Yeah, and he's so green, too. Yeah. Uh, talking to that guy, and there's a dude on the motorcycle coming coming back. I just love his, his uh, what the fuck does he say? I did nothing. I did nothing. The pavement was his enemy. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. And that's what, and then like, like we said, there's not a lot of, I mean, these are supposed to be funny and everything, but I don't think it's funny in the way... That they intended. You're not cracking up. Yeah, you're laughing. not. You're not. you're not fucking crying, laughing. You're no, not definitely busting not. Busting up like the way like if a, another Arnold comedy like Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. Kindergarten Cop. I'm fucking. I'm. I'm losing it the whole movie. Yeah. And, and I've seen that movie a million times. It fucking kills me. That movie kills me because that's Arnold with with experience kids. Yeah. And kids. Yeah. And yeah. But it's a uh, yeah. It's great. Uh, it's more of a chuckle kind of movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's f- a like a feel good family yeah, movie. Yeah. I think um, that's pretty much what that is. I like when they when he goes to jail when he goes to meet him or bail him out. Oh yeah, when they first meet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that part that part's great. He, I like when uh, they're gonna bring Danny out, and then there's that other tall, like white dude with the broad jaw and everything. Yeah, he thinks it's him. Yeah, and then yeah. Danny DeVito shows up. He's that, like, one, one minute. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. And then I always wanted to go to jail <laughs> to be able to talk on one of those phones. After that, <laughs> I don't know if if you felt that. My uncles and I think my dad at one point was in jail when I was already born. Mm-hmm. When my uncles were in and out of jail, and I always wanted to go visit them. Just so I can use one of those phones to talk to them through the fucking Damn. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh shout out to my uncle Mario, so he's in jail. Um but yeah, that that scene's cool. I like um him trying to talk to to uh the fuck it Julius. Mm-hmm. Trying to talk to Julius through the through the screen uh through the glass and then Danny DeVito's just Loving it. Well, not. I wouldn't say loving it, but just like, mm-hmm. look at this fucking idiot. You're like, who the hell is this guy? Blah blah. blah. And uh, 
how how awesome I just how awesome it is that Danny DeVito in the movie. I mean, I'm sure it's written like that, but I couldn't imagine Danny DeVito being any different. How just coarse he is with Arnold Schwarzenegger. This guy that's fucking oh, like six foot five, yeah, he did three hundred pounds of pure muscle, and yeah. he just talks shit to him the entire time. Oh, yeah. And I can't imagine him being any different unless his fucking hands were around his neck. Then, then yeah. he'll push it as far okay, as he can go. Okay. Yeah, push yeah. it as far as he can go. Yeah, that seems that seems nice. And uh, oh yeah, that's what I wrote down. They they get out of there, and they and Danny DeVito gets his car, and he leaves him. And I just wrote it down here. I just feel so bad for for um, Julius. Julius as as he as Vincent leaves him. Yeah, you just I'm just because he just. Really wants a brother, and yeah. then Danny DeVito's just like fucking see you later. Yeah. And you and you know too that nobody's ever Julius probably has never felt these things because nobody's ever left them like no, that. Yeah. Um. So I just like, dang, that that sucks. That must hurt a little bit. But he's really just undeterred by it mm-hmm. at all, and just continues going on doing his thing. <laughs> I wrote down the fact that he has an office there for anything. I think they say that he's like a fucking manager, sports manager, or yeah. some shit like that. It's like the fact that he convinced anybody that he could be like. <laughs> well, it probably it probably went on as long as, um, like he was probably like betting on his own fucking like. Yeah, you know that's what I would imagine. That's what I imagine. Like, because you said that oh, betting like uh, betting on on horses and shit, which is something I could totally see him doing. So it's it's my assumption that he borrowed the twenty thousand dollars, bought an office, had mm-hmm. this. He he probably had like. Less than a month mm-hmm. of having the office, setting it up, trying to get people, and then everything just fucking yeah. fell out from under him. Made no return on mm-hmm. anything, and now he's his office is closing down and everything. Um, the office fight scene, I like. Uh, the two brothers come in and they're gonna fucking fight, or they're gonna beat up Danny DeVito, and then mm-hmm. that's when Arnold shows up and. Uh, he starts doing that. What does that guy say later? He's like, oh, no, he's doing that crazy talk again. Oh, that's... uh, That's later when they're at the later, bar. Yeah. Yeah. No, but when, <laughs> when he tells him, he's like, he's like, you have no respect for logic. Oh, yeah. And I have no respect for those who have no respect for logic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a very textbook fucking... Yeah. Uh, Basically, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what it is. Dude, the guy that he... Um, tosses in the elevator just oh yeah it seems um i mean i'm pretty sure that guy was on a rig or something but it seems almost as if as big as arnold is in that movie that he totally could have fucking just launched that guy Mm. um had he just been really that mad about him oh uh i have written down how earnest Arnold is when he's like, oh, do you have a manual, please? Oh, yeah. And he's looking at the fucking, what are you doing with the finger there? Learning how to drive. <laughs> Which, okay, so I wrote I wrote this down because um, right after that, they're going to pick up the fucking Cadillac with the whatever the hell, the jet engine in yeah. it or whatever. Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't know enough about cars to drive at all. Yeah. But he knows about the mercury in the alarm system to lift up the car to turn it off. I mean, he could have read that. That's what I was thinking. The only the only explanation would be that yeah. from the time they got to where they're supposed to pick up the car, he's reading that book and he sees that in there. Yeah. Because other than that, he doesn't know about an accelerator, a brake. Yeah. A but even if you read that, shifting that's gears. not going to help you drive. 
No, I know for sure. Well, we see that later on. He's yeah. fucking. Yeah. It's, it's on the two wheels. Yeah. I could teach you how to do that. Dude, that, uh, I think that's one of my <laughs> funny, the funniest parts in the movie is when he's like, did you see me with the two wheels? I can teach you that. <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite parts. Um, but yeah, that was one thing that I was just like, dude, yeah, he doesn't know how to drive, but he knows that the Mercury will turn off if you yeah. lift the car up. Um, and that, uh, yeah, that was one, one thing in there. Oh, uh, the car phones. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to talk on one. I, I really wanted to talk on one too. I remember when my mom got the first cell phone I ever saw and it was already like, it wasn't like the big giant one foot, like Kia, like the, not the Gordon Greco one from fucking wall oh, street. Yeah, no. It was like small. It was pretty big. It looked like an electric shaver pretty much. Uh-huh. And then it had the little flip down to like speak into. Yeah. But I remember seeing, I always wanted to talk on one. Yeah. Uh, on, in oh, that car. so cool. Um, the only one for my mom was dating this guy, and f- I don't know what was wrong with our car, but for like a week we had their their car, and there was a car phone in it, from what I remember. But I don't think it worked. Um, but just the car phones in this movie, I was like, it, they make it seem like these were all over the place. Where not everybody had not uh, definitely not. Yeah. And then I didn't grow up fucking super rich either, so it's not like I would have known a lot of people. But I guess people living in LA. Driving Cadillacs yeah. and shit, they're they're gonna have these. I mean, uh, fucking Danny DeVito's driving a Mustang, but he seems like the type of dude that would splurge on a fucking. Oh yeah, well that's probably where the phone. other fucking yeah. after that went <laughs> to the car and yeah. and uh, how much do you think that Mustang cost back then though? Uh, yeah. Maybe it all went to the car. There's no way that car couldn't have cost more than ten grand back then. No uh, way. Uh, I think so. A convertible? I I don't see it. What is that? A, 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 a it's a Mustang. Mustang. Uh, what is it? Five point oh. Yeah, five point oh. Nineteen eighty eight. There's no way that car costs more than ten Let's grand. See. Average value nine thousand six hundred dollars. Yeah. See, there you go. So I mean, that's half the money. Yeah, Danny DeVito as an orphan. This movie, Batman Returns. Also, the uh, the term it's a crock. Like it's a crock of shit. What is a crock? Crock pot. So it's a crock pot full of shit. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's short for. I'm, I'm just guessing. That's. You know? I mean, it's a good guess. Crock, crock pot. Because who would want a crock, crock pot full of shit? Not only is it a pot full of shit, but if it's on, the shit's just yeah. simmering in there. Yeah. It's gonna get even worse. Yeah, I'm gonna bring that back. It's a crock. That's a crock. I'm just gonna say it all the time. Yeah, even if good. something's true. That's a that's a definitely an eighties, early nineties term. Yeah, it's it's something something that's baloney. That's baloney. Is that, that's <laughs> um yeah, that yeah, I was just I I wrote that down. It's a crock. What about cookies? Cookies <laughs> when they show up. Yeah. When he's about to take off. She's like, We brought cookies. He's like Cookies <laughs> sounds like a Neanderthal, dude. Dude, yeah, he just, he's just so green. Yeah. He doesn't know anything. Cookies. He doesn't know anything. Um, or is it Neanderthal? It's Neanderthal, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's German, I believe. So oh. it's H is silent. Um. Oh, next up, I have the the scene. Uh, or else, what you blimp, dude? Yeah. That part's just really fun. So they're in their apartment. And they're fucking. 
just they're they're bonding. He, Danny DeVito's still not like on page with with Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. but they're bonding, and then that part happens, and it's really funny, really funny stuff. I kind of like when uh, when they're at the the rest stop or the truck stop. And he needs a new shirt because he ripped uh, Vincent's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he takes the shirt off. He's like, Julius. Oh, yeah. He's like, you're all swollen. Look at your back. It's worse than the front. (laughs) You're so funny, Vincent. (laughs) Uh, Dude, yeah. And then she just falls asleep on his shoulder. And then that's when he's like. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But, dude, also, there's no way in hell that. Danny DeVito owns any shirt that would go over fucking oh, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger's shoulders ever no, in no, a million no years. No fucking way. Not only not only would it be too tight, but even if be, it's an oversized it, shirt for, yeah, for Danny DeVito. Yeah. Not only would it be too tight, but it would be up to his nipples. Yeah. Like there's no fucking way. We were we were we were talking about that. We're like, what size shirt do you think he wears? I'm like, easily a fucking two X. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Because yeah. I could fit into an XL. Yeah, for sure. And it's still kind of big on me. Uh-huh. And shit, maybe even 3X. Yeah. He's fucking huge. Yeah. And at this point in time, And that's he's Arnold. Massive. Like, he lost weight. Yeah. For, for, for roles because he was too fucking big. Yeah, he was big. too big. Too big. Yeah. Um, yeah. I find it interesting how casually uh, Danny DeVito just drives a stolen car everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's... But you know what? There are people like that. Yeah. They just, they got no. And it's not, and he's like, I don't look suspect at all. No. It's just a tiny it's, man. Yeah. Driving this big ass car. Yeah. And just like. And not only that, you're bald with the ponytail. Yeah. Like this guy looks like a fucking crook. Dude. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure. But he just, it's just crazy. <laughs> Because, like I said, I know it's a movie and everything, but there are literally people that just it's what they do for a living, mm-hmm. and then they'll have a. You gotta own it, yeah. Because if you don't believe it, yeah, nobody else will, and then they're gonna come after you for sure. It's it's crazy. Do you think Linda is a a little slow <laughs> or special? You know, I think much like uh, Vincent. She's dealt with a lot of bad stuff in her in her life, mm. and I think she's just looking for anything to hold on to. Oh, okay, anything that and and you know maybe she thinks because Danny DeVito is short and a scumbag that he couldn't do any better than her, so he won't leave her. Yeah, even though it's clear that he will. Yeah. Um. I think that might be the case. I think she's been through a lot of shit, dated a lot of awful guys, and this is the first guy that didn't beat her or something or mm-hmm. didn't, like, steal money from her, even though he borrows money from her and stuff. Yeah. But like he uh, might do other stuff. She's like, but I can I can deal with that. Yeah. If he gets if he gets too feisty, I can just fucking drop kick. Yeah. <laughs> He's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's mutual. It's mutual, like, the, the sense of, like, control that they know they have over the other one. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think they know how to push each other's buttons and and how to convince each other yeah. of, of certain stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, we see we see uh, Vincent do it to her. Yeah. But, obviously, he he sticks around for her later on. And yeah. It, it, you know, I, I think you're right. The whole, the whole setup with... with um, Kelly Preston's like, oh, he's in the shower. Oh, I'll take it to him. Like, yeah. Right away. 
I mean, they were talking about that too. It's a, and that's what it's something that I that like, I they're like, excuse me. I think about <laughs> did women really find Arnold Schwarzenegger attractive? Look, his face isn't great, but you know he, he that's also the charisma, the body. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't I don't think that Arnold Schwarzenegger, even his face, he's a like terrible looking. No, man. no, but he's not fucking Jason Momoa. Yeah, I guess not. Uh, Nobody is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he he is like, dude, when he gets like angry or like when he's like la- is laughing, the the big teeth and just yeah. he seemed really clunky. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just trying to think because my mom she has a friend um, who listens to this. By the way, shout out Sean. She told me that long time ago when she when she worked at. Uh, like May Company or Macy's, whatever the fuck it was, that Arnold Schwarzenegger came in mm-hmm. and he was trying on clothes and he just kept on coming out in his underwear. Of course. Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously he's very comfortable doing it because he's a bodybuilder, but like doing it to like have her like look at his body and oh, like everything. Right. And she was just like, all right, dude, like I got other people to fucking take care yeah. of today or whatever. I think that's how the story goes. But yeah, it, ju- it just... I had to stop and think because obviously he's in the charisma, he's buff. Yeah. And in the 90s, as Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's got millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. So he probably banged a whole bunch of chicks. But I don't know that it was ever like, oh, look at that guy I'm in love with him right away. The way that Kelly Preston seems to be with him in this movie. Yeah. Like right away, she's like infatuated with him. I think it's the, the innocence thing about him that, she, that really turns her on. Yeah. I mean, she sees him at the store first. And then, but right away when they interact, he seems like a fish out of water, yeah, and almost like a little, like a like a kid. Dude, she sees that and she's like, "Ooh, ooh, I could mold him into I'm, whatever." Yeah, exactly, I want. yeah. She's like, "She's they're all these people are fucking toxic, except for fucking Julius." Yeah, really. yeah. That's in, that's insane. This movie's just the corruption of of Julius. But listen, they're gonna date for a few months. Julius is gonna he's gonna fucking. Well, they end up having the kids. Yeah, actually. I was going to say no spoilers here, or spoilers here, but they end up all having children together. Yeah, never mind. But, I mean, that doesn't mean he's not. <laughs> the look on Jason's face when he said that, I wish you guys could have seen it. The wheels turning in his head, he's just like, I want this guy to be able to bang more chicks. <laughs> Dude, look. Dude, no. Fuck the guy's it. been I, on a fucking hey, island. I don't give a fuck. I don't give Let a fuck. him have I, some fun. I wrote this down. You're on an island your entire life. You're a huge fucking nerd. There's no reason why anybody should find you interesting whatsoever. And the first chick that you get to bang is Kelly Preston, and she looks like that? (laughs) Okay, I'm fine with that. Yeah, but then, you know, like I said, you settle in. He acclimates. He starts to become not, not so much of a nerd. And then he's like, cool. Like, he's a cool Arnold now. Right? Cool Julius. And then he's like, hey. Cool takes fucking decades to accumulate. Believe me, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Decades? Yeah. But, (laughs) dude, I I just, I like, dude, she's so hot in this movie. Yeah, she is. And that's like, it's like. And what's what I'm saying is he lives on an island the whole time. And the first chick that he runs into happens to be absolutely beautiful. And then he gets to have sex with her like a week later. Most of the time you have to have to put in like a year or two yeah. or something like that. I don't know. I was just upset. 
<laughs> She's really hot. Clearly. Yeah. If you're upset about it. Damn. I just want I just want Julius to have a little bit of fun before he may, you know settles down. You know, he deserves that. I think he deserves it. I think he deserves to explore and, and to meet other people. You never know how long after they had kids together, maybe yeah. he you know that's when he's like, ah. Soils his royal oats. Yeah, he's like, uh, I think I'm good. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, that, uh, oh, this, the, when they get to the, uh, to the bar or the hotel with the bar and everything, mm-hmm. I, I barely learned this from the Sunny podcast, the It's Always Sunny podcast. They had Danny DeVito on, which is, if anybody, um, is interested listening to Danny DeVito talk about anything is so fucking awesome. Um, especially about his career. Cause it's just so rich with famous people and famous movies and just everything. But apparently in the scene where they're getting, where they're getting ready and Danny DeVito's singing the song tonight is your night, bro. It's your oh, night, yeah. bro. Yeah. Um, they wanted to use a famous love ballad song, mm-hmm. but they couldn't get the rights to it. So I guess they just had Danny DeVito improv like that whole like oh, really? the whole song, yeah. So he does he does it in the room together, and then a little bit later he does it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought that that was really really cool because yes. I mean this is a big budget movie, yeah. And the and the song that they wanted they just couldn't use for some reason. So they're just like, oh, go ahead and just just riff or whatever, which I thought was was really interesting. Um, the dance scene. So cringe. Oh yeah, super bad. cringe. Yeah. Especially the fucking the dick thrust. It's just and the girls are like, ooh, like it's just. I I was watching it this time. I was like, ooh, this didn't age well. Yeah, yeah. It just I I don't know. We don't need that. Yeah. Uh, when they meet up with the doctor, the dickhead doctor. Oh yeah, the dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, immediately afterwards. Uh, before we move on to that, I just wanted to point out I I didn't look it up and I I wrote down that I was supposed to the the lighting and the color palette that's in the room when uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Kelly Preston lay down on the floor. There's like this like a bluish hue mm. to the room, but it also has like a nice like reddish orange lighting on it. I don't know. I've seen the movie a bunch of times and that. That part always stuck out to me just because of the way it looks. Um, they're 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 lit really low because it's the room's dark and everything. But you have that blue and the and the orange behind it, and I just remember it just encapsulates what I remember like dark rooms looking like when I was a kid. Like mm. I don't know. It, uh, it, there's certain movies and certain parts and and stuff that ju- I just. Just complete from what I remember being a kid, what what the world looked like mm-hmm. and like how how the color palette in my life looked like, and that was one scene when I was watching it the other day. I was just like, oh yeah, that's 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 it. That's eighties. That's nineties. That's yeah. That's that's it. Um, and I just wanted to point that out because it's it's really it's really well lit. A nice little bit of cinematography there. I mean, in the nineties, eighties, it was all just brighter anyway, right? Everything was trying to like pop with color. Yeah, and it's strange too that it, um, yeah, the color, like the whole like color palette in the eighties, nineties changes from like everything that was really drab in the seventies mm-hmm. and really strange colors that they had in the seventies, like fucking pea soup green and like 
fucking weird golds and all this mm-hmm. different shit that dude the, aesthetically the 70s were just the worst <laughs> the worst decade ever a lot of cool stuff came out of the 70s a lot of cool movies yeah books and other shit but aesthetically it was awful yeah. just terrible um but yeah uh the patterns the yeah the patterns yeah pretty much everything <laughs> except for the aesthetics of the 70s yeah. uh just, just it was just gross um, yeah, and then and then in the eighties, nineties, everything becomes a little bit more brighter the way that it was in the seventies or the sixties, mm-hmm. um, but way more commercial. Especially like late nineties, two thousands, you get like the Disneyfication of like the NBA and like all the sports and everything of uh, sports in general. It's everything's big bold lettering and yeah. cartoonish and everything. Um, but yeah, just uh, we get that dickhead dog. Like how much. Like I know, uh, Julius's dad tells him that the doctor's kind of a dickhead. But how much of a fucking dickhead do you have to be to, like, instead of just being like, "Oh, yeah, this is what happened," and then you were born and everything, like he's just like, "All oh, the shit that yeah. was left over, that's you." Like, dude, dude you're talking to like a person, yeah. you know? I know, I have that here, and I'm like, damn, dude, like that reminded me of fucking Happy or Billy Madison. He's like a simple no. Would have been fine, yeah. but all right. But all right. That, that, that reminded me of that. I'm like, bro, like, you didn't have to say like. He that. didn't have to say any of it. Yeah. And it's it's it seems like that guy's bitter about losing the job. Yeah, like, losing the, the job. The like, and then it's it's this guy's fault or something. This, yeah. This child, and he was just a very very bitter, angry man. Um, it's <laughs> insane. It is because, dude, he didn't have to say any of that no. to Vincent, and he kind of seemed like he reveled in it. Yeah, um, he really did. Well, yeah, because that—that's probably what shut the program down. Because probably to begin with, they're like, "Yo, like, yeah, this yeah. is not cool. We can't do this. This is very like if the public finds out, like this is this is this is gonna be bad." And then they're like, "But if it works, then okay." Yeah. But then the fucking. The, the the embryo Vincent comes split, out yeah. and then but it's not fucking Julius. If it was Julius, you know, twice, mm-hmm. then cool. Yeah. But then they're like, all right, that's it. See, told you it didn't work. So shut down all yeah. his research. Uh, you know what? I I totally forgot about this. Um, shout out to Heather Graham who plays their mom. Oh, when, yeah. when when she's younger. Yeah. yeah. She's got a very small part. I don't even think she speaks in no, the movie either. But uh, yeah, Heather Graham plays their mother when she, when they're when they're being born. I, I also like how Vincent keeps referring to the uh, all the, the six uh, guys chosen. All oh, the sperm, milkshake! The milkshake. <laughs> we weren't making milkshakes. Uh, <laughs> oh, I said about their mom when they meet her. Oh yeah, uh, what a cunt! She's here in spirit, but like, dude. But she doesn't. I mean, would you I mean, believe you, that? I think that she wrote it off too much. I I think that she should have asked more questions before she was like, "Oh, I don't believe you" or whatever. Granted, you know, she is. They're always trying to take her land from her, mm-hmm. her money or whatever. Um, but I I would have been like, "What are you talking about?" Asking more questions to verify whether or not yeah what they're saying is true. Um. But yeah, it just it just uh, that part kind of pissed me off. Why why did the doctors tell her the kids died? I don't know because if the if the experiment was 
pretty much over. There's no reason for them all not to be together. Is it? Is it maybe? Um. So she doesn't say anything. Like so, that, that's so it possible. doesn't get out. Yeah, that that's that's a part where I'm like a little iffy on like why they chose to do everything because they told all three of them that everybody died. Yeah, and I just don't see. Yeah, maybe, maybe because. Yeah, to keep everybody quiet, it's hard enough to keep one person quiet, let alone everybody that was part of the experiment, and then these three individuals that were. You know, yeah. may, maybe might feel later on that they're owed something or something like that. Yeah, because I find it strange because they, they tell them, oh, they died. And then the fucking Nazi scientist takes Julius. Julius. Oh, I'll take you to an island. Yeah. And then we'll just throw the other one in the trash. Pretty much. Yeah, he's definitely a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say, oh, Danny DeVito makes a reference to to uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he calls him Mister Ice. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, hmm, that's like Penguin dubbing Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. as Mister Freeze. Mr. Freeze, yeah. Both Batman villains. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't know. I, I noticed that. Obviously, there's no way that they could have ever known. I mean, Danny Vito wasn't even the Penguin yet. No, um, no. But uh, no way they could have known. But I just, I just, that I heard cool it. I heard it. And I was like, yeah, it is really cool. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know what? What I, I just want to believe that this is true. Just want to believe that this is true. Sure. That Arnold Schwarzenegger, even though I think once they told him you want to be in a Batman movie, he's like, yes, yes. I wanna, I wanna believe that this is true. That they offered him to play Mister Freeze, and then he's like, "You know what? I gotta call Danny. I gotta call Danny and ask him about." It. And then Danny DeVito gets on the phone. Oh, you're gonna love it. It's great. Blah blah yeah. blah. And they just had this conversation where they're laughing, and he's like, "Oh yeah, being a Batman movie is gonna be fun." Blah blah. blah. Yeah, and, it can't uh, go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we got to do that movie at some uh, point on this Yo, podcast. that movie is so ridiculous, but I was telling... Who was I telling this to? Uh, <laughs> I was telling this to somebody recently. Man, I fucking love uh, Arnold as Mr. Freeze. Oh, me too. His fucking lines in that movie it, it, are, are great. untouchable. Yeah. Just, it's so That's great. really the only reason I watched that movie is, it, is for him. Yeah, yeah. Because George Clooney is bad. George Clooney is terrible in that movie, which is crazy because he's really good in pretty much everything else he's in. And just that that whole movie's terrible. so bad. It's terrible. Um, But yeah, I I noticed that uh, when Vincent Vincent leaves, because at this point he already knows... We kind of glossed over the whole fact that he's got the jet engine in the trunk. Yeah. And that what's-his-name's been looking for him the yeah, entire time. Yeah, fucking assassin. Yeah, an assassin's looking for him the whole time. This movie, at the end, and I wrote it down here, it turns into no country for, like, yeah, five minutes. For real. He he leaves them on the side of the road, which, I mean, I, I understand he's upset, but, dude, like, yeah. that's really fucked up. He leaves them on the side of the road, and he's trying to get to, I think, San Antonio from, from where they are. And uh, from New Mexico, I think. And then um, I was just, like, baffled. Like, he's got to find this place. And I don't know. He's from from Los Angeles. I don't know that he's ever been to fucking Texas. Yeah. 
and he's got a map, and I'm just like, God, how difficult it was it yeah. to like find where you're going? Yeah, I mean, you got to pull over real quick, yeah, look at, look it, at map it. it, map it out with a pen. I mean, like, highways are easy enough, but once you get off highways, and then you like, that's a lot of stopping. It's a lot check, of to check the map. Yeah, it's a lot of stopping, especially if you don't know where you're going. If you've been somewhere before, okay, that's yeah. fine. But it it just baffles me. And we were talking about that. Uh, on what podcast? On the Rocky podcast about things that just don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. No, but I was just thinking about that stuff last night. I was like, "Damn, that's fucking crazy!" Yeah. And and when watching this movie, he's using that map. I'm like, "How oh, fuck, fuck?" It was hard enough when we had Map when we were in high school. MapQuest map going going to parties. You know, I kind of miss MapQuest. I don't. That shit was annoying as fuck. You run out of ink, and then you, you're not the sure. The last if you have to take part, a, yeah, you don't know if you have to take a left or a right yeah. or something. I don't. I I much rather have maps on my phone. Oh, I do this. too. But I just kind of miss like printing it out and then like having to look at it and be like, yeah. I, you know what I miss? I miss like the the back and forth between friends. Like, all right, you got you guys gonna print out the direction? Yeah, I got them. Yeah, I got them. Oh, yeah. did you forget them? Oh no, no, they're right here. Oh, all right. And then you have your fucking navigator and your friend mm-hmm. seat. All right, get off on Soto and turn left on. Yeah, just mm-hmm. all that stuff was fun. But I mean, like I said, I'd much rather just be oh, able to find out yeah. where the fuck something is. But you know, there is something to remembering how to get somewhere without having oh no with dude uber and uber and lyft now i can fuck i yeah everywhere in southern california i pretty much know where i am unless i'm going to a specific address in a neighborhood i could find anything pretty much yeah um that's that's one cool thing that i that i that i like about that but yeah um yeah that that him trying to find find his way to that place i was just like what the fuck um but yeah, I, I wrote that down. After that, it turns into like No Country for Old Men for like a quick second, mm-hmm. especially when he delivers the goods and then he's about to leave and then those dudes get sniped and then he's like running behind. It just, it. I feel like even though the movie has aspects of that earlier on in it, it uh, kind of just shoehorns that whole like shootout scene left mm-hmm. in there because Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it, even though he doesn't grab a gun or anything. But yeah, I just found that interesting. It, it's a uh, very, you're talking, talking about no country vibes because he's after them. Yeah. He's, he has he's what they the, want. I mean, just and the, he's contracted by the other day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Also, also with how, when he sees the two scientists, he's like, He's like, well, you've seen my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has to kill him. That guy, like, yeah. I know it's a comedy. I don't know. It just, he either needed to play it more wacky or more straight. Yeah. Like, he was right in the middle yeah. there, and I think it didn't it didn't vibe. If he would have been, like, giggling while he was shooting him, I would have been like, all right, this guy's a fucking nut job. Yeah. <laughs> or if he would have just been, like, not. Yeah, kind of hinting at it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think yeah, that guy. Right. I don't think he had like good direction in that, in that part. But uh, he just seemed like a fucking drunk off the couch. Like, yeah, like he just like hadn't done it in a while, and they fucking called him up, and he's like, "Sure, why not? Why not?" He's just kind of whatever about the whole thing. Oh, uh, like. I was I was dying when um. So he he's shooting at Danny DeVito, and Danny DeVito's behind that like power box or whatever. But when he's got to, like, run for cover, he runs out, and he just has the case over his head. Oh, yeah. And he's, like, scurrying. <laughs> like, you see his little – you just see his little legs, like, scurrying across. He's got the case in front of his head. 
Um, all that's good. Uh, you have anything else? Because uh, ba- we're basically at the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I like uh, I like when he finally has the the twin link. Oh when, yeah, yeah. When yeah. Julius is upstairs. You tell, yeah, you can tell he's in and trouble. He comes back and fucking you know goes to save him. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's cool. And then he and he, what does he, what does he tell him? He's like, he's like, oh, you could have gone away. And he's like, this is why I stopped him so he could get away. <laughs> yeah. He's like, call it, so, fuck. He says something like, call it something. Yeah. And it's like I did get away, and then I, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what he's talking about. There, he's uh, pretty kind of grows a conscious, but he's like telepathically linked to him. Yeah. And then. Um, that part's cool because that he finally realizes, damn, like yeah. we are twins. And I and I also like, I I love that you know they gave him the money, and then uh, that briefcase is literally is so heavy. Not only is it so heavy, it's like two thirds the size of Danny DeVito. Oh yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. lugging it around. Yeah. Um, also, would five million dollars fit in the fucking one suitcase? Three million, one, one brief, brief three million dollars fits in that suitcase in No Country for Old Men. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. Um, and that's a big ass suitcase. Too. Yeah. Uh, but I love they give him the money and then they're like arguing and talking and then he's like, "Hold on, stay out of this." Blah yeah. blah. They're doing <laughs> the whole like brotherly thing. Um, that was cool. And then uh, that guy's dead, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, he gets knocked out initially, but if there's that much steel on top of you, your lungs are going to fucking compress oh, and you're sure. going to, you're going to, if your bones aren't crushed, you're not going to be able to breathe. For yeah, sure, yeah, for sure. What a painful, terrible way to die. I, I would imagine, I would imagine he's knocked out because that fucking first yeah. thing coming down yeah, definitely yeah. knocked him knocked out. his ass out and then quickly he's overcome by all those chains. Yeah, yeah. But what a, what a... Like he has to die, right? But they gotta do it in a nice way. Yeah, in a, yeah. And the two of them are just so nonchalant. Really, the All guy's right. dead in front of him. Yeah, it's so eighties. <laughs> He's dead, but it, it's not like we, we blew his head off. Yeah, yeah. Could have been way worse. <laughs> we pulled a lever. Yeah, it's almost cartoonish. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Very yeah. cartoonish. It's like dropping an anvil on somebody's mm-hmm. head or something. Interesting. Um, Look, with Julius being fucking Mr. Conscience and Purity and all that shit. Yeah. I know it was his brother, but he should have been like, Vincent, this is terrible. (laughs) This man is dead. (laughs) You know, like, he would have said something. He would have just been like, oh, cool. Like. I know he loves Vincent to death. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And he'll protect him. At no, cost. I think I think exactly. But he definitely would have said something. I like, think exactly what you said. <laughs> it, it sounded like Julius. <laughs> it is exactly what Julius would say. Yeah. Uh, good help, stuff. Help me get this off him. It's like what? What are you crazy? Yeah. He's trying to kill us. Come on, Vincent. Ah, <laughs> uh, good stuff. I bet that they thought about that. They had to have thought about that. Like the filmmakers? Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. They had I'm like, to. dude, he's all conscience the whole movie, and then now he just turns that shit that off. That seems like, like a, a time money thing that they would have. Oh, I know. Yeah. They would have either not filmed it for money or they would have cut it for time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 100%. But yeah, I mean, that had to be a thought because 
why why all of a sudden he just yeah. he shuts that part off. I think you're I think yeah. you're absolutely right. Good stuff. And then you know the movie goes on. We see that they got their business going on. I I can't wait to hear what you're gonna say about about. Just go ahead. Okay, so they have their business going on. They're like fucking. What's their last name? I can't remember. I, remember I just want to say Randall because of Julius Randall, but. They're like, oh, Randall and Randall, fucking whatever. And then what are they? What are they doing now? Um, they're not doing sports management. They're doing something else. Consulting. Cons- yeah, consulting or whatever. And uh, it's a very money talks esque ending where it's like, oh, they gave the money back, and uh, they give the money back, and Danny DeVito keeps like a million dollars of it. Yeah, the four million dollars. You mean? <laughs> um, really shoehorn that one in. Uh, and then the mom finds out that they're actually they're her kids, and she goes and she sees them, and they're just like mama, and they hug her and everything. Dude, I'm sorry, but when Danny DeVito says mama, <laughs> it fucking I want to stick a fucking knife in my eye. It's so bad. Why? Because he says it like a baby. He yeah. says like, Mama. Oh, dude, come on. Don't do that to him. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it could have just been Mom. Yeah. Mom. Yeah. I, 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 I did find I, I didn't want to put a fork in my eye. I don't want to physically hurt myself, but I did find it strange. It's very cringy. Yeah. Um uh, and then we get to the part. Benedict. Benedict. Benedict and Benedict. Consulting firm. Benedict Arnold? Yeah. I mean, that was his first name. Oh, Benedict Arnold. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. And then we get to the end with the, uh, what are they, like a, what do they call those? Merry-go-rounds? No, carousels. Yeah. Carousels. And then they're like, oh, you know them. And then they show up and they both have twins yeah. together. What so it worked. It did work. Well, they weren't intending to have twins, though, right? The I don't think so. It was just to no, I don't put, think so. Like jeans, but the, uh, twins run in families. When when you have twins, generally oh, yeah. somebody else will have a twins. But I think it like supposed to skip a generation. I don't know, but they're general. Well, those four kids ultimate. are going to be fucking like superhuman. You think so? Yeah. Because it skipped it skipped Vincent. And then it's gonna probably go to those kids. Okay, you know. Yeah. Um, but I got a question. Okay. Let's hear when it. the mom shows up, uh-huh. why does she only have one bear? <laughs> um, I don't know, but that's uh, not something that I noted. I she does only have one bear. I got another question. Why is she giving a bear to 35-year-old men? Yes, stupid. But she's making up for lost time. I you would, know? Yeah. But she's got to bring something. What, she going to bring a case of beer? I, I would have much rather have had that than a fucking <laughs> stuffed animal. Uh, for sure. Get a nice... Fucking Heffenweisen for Arnold and a <laughs> stout for fucking Danny DeVito. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I saw the one bear. I'm like, go back to the store and get another and bear. get another bear. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> um, 
yeah, this this movie, like we said, not yeah, not great. Do you notice how how much we didn't really laugh? Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I think I think um, uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding, but there's not that many, we didn't recite that many quotes. No, that we didn't. And usually we have a fuck. We ton. have a whole bunch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think here and there we 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 were saying some stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But um, no, yeah, but yeah, just uh, this movie. This movie's <clears throat> not that funny, but it's like we said, it's 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 of its time, and it's just a stark contrast between Arnold and Danny. Yeah, and it's it's fun to watch, and like we said, it's I, like. It's a family movie. Yeah. It's about family. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's something you can show kids, and they'll probably think it's funny because kids are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll probably think it's funny because it's like, oh, big guy, short guy, yeah. and they're brothers. That yeah. doesn't make any sense. It's kooky. You know, whatever. Um, and it's not, yeah, it's 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 a fun fun movie to revisit every now and then, I think. Yeah, for sure. I, I love the movie. I... You know, I don't know when the next time will be. I, I watch it. I watch it again. Probably be a while. Right. Yeah. For sure. Um, but uh, it's one of those movies that when it's on Netflix and I haven't seen it in a long I gotta time, I'm like, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna put this on. It'll be another few years before I watch this again. But you know, yeah. Let's get it out of the way. Yeah. All right. So we're at the end of the podcast, and I don't know if you if you. Um, Remembered your homework, but uh, now what we're doing is, which started from the Rocky podcast, is mm-hmm. we're trying to think of a 1970s ending, which is usually more dark, drab yeah. uh, of an ending to every movie that we do. So what I thought of for this movie, so they both come out and they both have twins. And what I thought about at the end of this movie is that, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is his, the specimen and everything, and he's fucking incredible at pretty much everything in his life, except he's got a narrow urethra, and he's not great in bed because he's ne- he's never been with a chick before, mm-hmm. and he's either too rough or too soft or whatever, doesn't know how to do it. So as the kids get older, they start to look a lot more like Danny DeVito. Oh, God. And he finally wore down Kelly Preston. And she slept with them, and that's how she got pregnant too. And it be- creates this big rift in the family. And uh, yeah, you really think that he wore her down when she has the fucking? Like I said, he's probably just terrible in bed. I think she'll she'll manage. Okay, I think she'll be like, okay, it's okay, honey. <laughs> I don't know. That's just my. That's I don't know. Yeah. The the movie ends so happily. I had to figure out some way to fucking okay. tear it down. Julius has been undercover this entire time, and he's been sent out there to finish the job of killing Danny DeVito. Yeah, and he's just playing a long game or yeah. what? Because he could have killed him anytime, anytime, anywhere. No, he's just waiting. He's waiting. Okay. Because he's a sick son of a bitch. <laughs> Oh god. Alright. That's good. Or no, what about this? They return the jet engine. They get their they get their fucking picture in the paper. Mm-hmm. 
And then uh, they both get thrown in prison for murdering that dude yeah. under, under chains. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no. Okay, so uh, Danny DeVito is the one that grabs the grabs the thing, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So he gets he gets uh he gets arrested for the murder and then he throws Arnold under the bus and then Arnold has to go to fucking prison. Mm. And uh yeah, they both go to jail. Danny DeVito goes to jail for his parking tickets and then Arnold goes he to jail. He paid him. He didn't pay all of them. Yeah. That's what they let he him He paid out. he paid his bail. He didn't pay all the tickets. Uh, I thought he paid. I thought he paid everything. Oh no, they pay it after they get the money. Yeah, but if they go to jail, then they, yeah, I don't know. I think that's after. All right. Um, also, at the end of this, we always do prequel, sequel, or or uh, remake. Yeah. I'm gonna say you could remake this movie and make it better. You could. Um, I don't know who you would cast in it, but you could remake this movie and make it better. Yeah, for sure. But maybe it's not a comedy. Okay. Action comedy. Yeah. More of an action comedy. But it's rated R. I'm down with that. Yeah. I think everything should be rated R. <laughs> yeah. I think Finding Nemo should be rated R. Yeah. Should have been a few bucks in that movie. Yeah. And maybe they have some sort of uh, telekinetic powers. Like, more <laughs> than just, like, the link of... Uh, of twins. Why well, is this reminding me of when Charlie and Charlie and Mac write that movie and it's Dolph Lundgren with the giant nose for a head? Uh, and he and he smells and he smells crime. <laughs> <laughs> and he runs around on all fours like a dog. What the fuck? <laughs> you never seen nah, that, Sonny? Nah. Oh, so good. Um, oh man, you got to watch that one. That one's so good. Uh, but yeah, remake. I think is the way to go. This one remake works. Uh, uh, what I would say is that they there had been in talks for years, years since the since the movie came out for a sequel to this movie. I'd like to see that too. Um, called Triplets, uh, and the third brother Eddie Murphy. That that's been the plan. I just saw that right now that's when I was looking the up plan their the last whole name. Time, yeah, and I didn't know if that was real or not. No, yeah, they've they've talked about that for years. Oh fuck, for years and years and years. Wait, but. How is there a third brother? There was no black guy when they showed the six dads. I don't know. It's a black and white photo. I don't know. No, they show all of them. I know they do. <laughs> uh, let's not ask stupid questions when Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito are brothers. Um, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's what's been the plan. I don't care what that movie, if good or bad or whatever, if yeah. they ever made that movie... I'd watch it, and then the kids, yeah, the kids, and then see see what you know what their kids are like. I, I guess that'd be interesting. Yeah, you know? I don't know. I'd I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Um, but yeah, I think we're. I think that's about it. Mm. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. If you haven't seen this movie, I think it's worth a watch for sure. Yeah, you might not laugh as much as you would want to, but. No. It's a very interesting ex- experiment, um, for lack of a better term, yeah. uh, of a movie that came out in 1988 that people, I mean, it made a shitload of money, a mm-hmm. uh, whole lot of money. Um, 
but yeah, it, it's definitely worth a watch if you guys haven't seen it. I mean, even though we kind of spoiled a lot of it for you, but mm-hmm. still, it's uh, there's a lot in here that we didn't talk about yeah. um, that you could that you could go back and enjoy and give it a chance and don't be like, oh, this is so stupid, or I should have been this whatever you know oh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah. in the 80s i don't fucking get it like no nah, just no it's 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 a fun it's it. a fun movie regardless yeah. but uh yeah i think that wraps it up for us here um tell your friends tell your family if they like to listen to mo- about movies and watch movies that this is a place for them they could follow us on instagram at played again man underscore pod and TikTok at the same handle. And for Play It Again, man, I'm Steven Valdez. Jason Brunez. And we will see you at the movies next week.